5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Hope everybody had a great weekend and that you were able to find some time to worship and to be able to give thanks to God for every good gift. So we are going to continue this week looking at James, and we're in James chapter 4. We're going to look at 7 through 10 today. So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter, and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. So James brings up twice uh, the humble word, right? So having him humility in our lives. And what's the humility? Why is it necessary? Well, really, what it means is that we're dealing with a cause and we're dealing with a result. So we have to deal with the cause in order to get before the result. So he's saying temptation's always going to come before sin, right? So temptation's not a sin, temptation leads us into sin. So if we're dealing with the temptation, then the result may not even come. So think about this way. You know, so if you got your house and your house has some spider webs and the spider webs are something that you have an issue with because you keep running into these spider webs and you keep, you know, and and they get sticky and you're trying to figure out how to work your way, you know, like get it all off of you. And if you're thinking all about the spider web, that's the result already. So what's the cause? It's the spider. So if we can find a way in order to remove the spiders, then the webs won't be there anymore. So that's kind of the the relationship between the cause and the result. So James, when he's saying, how is it that we're going to get at the cause, he's saying, humble yourself, resist the devil, and the devil's going to flee from you. So if we're resisting the devil, the devil's not going to want to stick around. And that's a big part part of what we need to be able to consider is that when we look at our own sin, we know that we haven't fleed. We know that the results of the sin that we see is all because we didn't resist it. We fed into it. We, you know, trying to gulp it all down, making sure that we can take it all in. So what is that place that, you know, that causes, you know, where do we find the whole temptation thing and how do we humble ourselves enough to be able to consider that there are temptations that are coming in? So think about it this way, temptation, you know, and, and even the root of of much of this, there's different sources for it. Sometimes temptation comes from our own flesh, the desires that we have in our hearts, whether it's lust or whether it's greed. These are all parts and pieces that are the result. So if we're looking at it, then the flesh offers and lots of things that we want to with our flesh jump into. Now there's other sources. 
because we also know as the devil's brought in, is that the evil one tries to tempt us. And it's not in the way that what you think is, you know, devil, the devil's not going to come wearing his, you know, pitchfork and horns and, you know, red face, right? No, the devil's going to come promising good. The devil's going to come, as it says in scripture, as a child of the light. So it's going to look like the devil's offering you something that's good. And that's where we have to be careful because much of the things in this world that are good taken to an extreme can also be a temptation for us and leading us into sin. So if we're finding the places where we are tempted and we're tempted to be able to hold on to something that's not Jesus, then there's the temptation. What, we, what do we need to do then? We need to take the time to recognize it, see it, humble ourselves, and repent. So as we draw close to God, we know that uh, this repentance thing isn't always going to be uh, a beautiful-looking thing, right? I mean, as we come close to God, we recognize that God's holy and that we're not. And it says, then, wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, right? Who is the one that does this? God does it. But he's saying, if we're divided with the world, we're eventually going to hear what we want to hear. That if we go around and try to find somebody who's going to be okay with our sin, we'll find it. You'll be finding, if you're seeking it, that you're going to try to find somebody who wants to be okay with your sin, you'll find it. Don't worry. And, it, and if this is what you're looking for, just a clear conscience that somehow somebody's okay with the way that you failed, it's not really going to work. And so this is where James says, what we do then before God is he said, let there be tears, let there be sorrow and grief, let there be sadness and not laughter and gloom instead of joy. See, these are the parts of that. It, it's not quite so beautiful. But as we come to God, think about it this way. It's a beautiful mess. We are a beautiful mess to God. Because God knows that what he's going to do is he's going to have his arms open and forgiveness is going to be granted. But it's the nature of our humility. Are we going to humble ourselves? Because God already knows our sin. But we want to say, God, I don't want to hold on to it anymore. So humble yourself. Come to God. God already knows it. God's going to once again speak words of life and forgiveness into you. And then he says that that day, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he's going to lift you up in honor. And this is the day that we will see Jesus face to face. This is the day when our faith is no longer uh, something that's, that's, um, that's just hoped for. It's visualized. And that's the day there will be no more tears, no more tears of sorrow, no more tears of weeping over our sin, but to be able to rejoice in God. All right, everybody, have a great day. We will uh, be back again tomorrow morning. All right, take care.